welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at trading experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Monday, November 30th. The market was generally weak, but tech rallied and actually closed higher. Was today more of that lockdown kind of day? Yeah, I mean, we saw NASDAQ and tech names lead the way after a small dip in the morning. S&P stocks didn't rebound quite the same, and it looks as if the QQQs are slated to break all-time highs later this week. These names have been marching higher, the worst COVID gets, and Sunday we hit record hospitalizations, so it seems the market is putting some weight into that, even with all the positive vaccine news we're getting. Let's start with a vaccine update. Moderna has been hot lately. The stock is up over 50% in just the last three days. The company is seeking regulatory authorization for its COVID-19 vaccine. What's this latest data we're getting from Moderna? So we finally got some official phase three results from Moderna's vaccine. They came back very strong. There were 30,000 people in the trial split down the middle into a placebo and vaccine group. Out of the 15,000 in the placebo group, 90 of these participants got sick with the coronavirus at some point over the months. On the other hand, the study group of 15,000 who actually received the vaccine, only five of these patients got sick with a mild case of corona. This is where the 94.5% efficacy comes from, as well as 100% efficacy against severe COVID-19 cases. They'll apply for emergency youth authorization today from the FDA, but still need to collect more data for normal authorization clearance. Dr. Fauci believes we can have vaccinations available in the U.S. in the second half of December, as in next month. So this is all really positive news. What about Pfizer's COVID vaccine? It had a successful trial earlier this year, but have we seen any new data from them? We did. And United Airlines is set to deliver the first shipment of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine Friday in Chicago. This vaccine was deemed 95% effective, so they're getting the ball rolling as they await regulators to give them the green light for widespread distribution. Pharmaceutical companies, airlines, and other parts of the supply chain are all working together behind the scenes to hasten nationwide delivery. If you remember, uh, Pfizer's vaccine needs to be stored at negative 94 degrees Fahrenheit, so the United flight required special approval from federal regulators to carry more dry ice than normally allowed. So I think the big question is, when do you think the vaccine is going to be available to the public? So Pfizer submitted their application for emergency use authorization back on November 20th. The FDA is set to publicly discuss it when the agency's vaccination committee meets on December 10th. So we'll keep a close eye on that news. If Pfizer can meet its deadline goals, they'll look to vaccinate 25 million people by year end. It could be a big week for Chinese stocks as the House of Representatives is set to vote on whether or not certain Chinese companies listed on U.S. exchanges can continue to remain listed. Alibaba is one of the companies under threat. Why is the House looking to delist certain Chinese companies? So normally publicly traded companies based out of the U.S. are under strict accounting scrutiny every single quarter. This dates back to Sarbanes-Oxley in 2002 after the Enron disaster crushed so many investors. Over 50 outside countries have complied to this with China constantly refusing, and it's looking like it's coming to a head soon. Because of this refusal to comply, it's led to many companies going under for fraud. We can look earlier this year to Luckin Coffee, whose sales growth was so unbelievable that it was all fake and the stock quickly went to zero. They wouldn't look to outright delist stocks like Alibaba. They would instead look to incorporate new new rules to make the accounting standards normalized across all publicly traded companies. Right now, China refuses to allow inspectors from the public company accounting oversight board to review audits of Chinese companies that trade on US exchanges, which is what leads to the luck in coffee situations like I mentioned earlier. 
The second aspect of this, which is directly targeting Alibaba, is requiring certification that they're not under control of a foreign government. Alibaba has never came outright and said they're controlled by the Chinese government, but founder Jack Ma relinquishing control of his company for no good reason amidst its largest largest growth period would suggest otherwise. That's like Bezos saying, I don't want to run Amazon anymore in 2010. Chinese companies love coming over to the U.S. exchanges because of the ease of raising capital. We'll have to watch how the House vote plays out Wednesday for any updates on this situation. Nicola is back in the news and the stock is down big. GM announced a memorandum of understanding, more commonly known as an MOU, and Nicola tumbled 27%. So what is GM and Nicola actually working on? So it seems the chickens are coming to roost for Nicola. We spoke about this last week when GM announced a $20 billion investment in electric vehicles over the next five years, but didn't indicate how much Nicola would be involved when they'd announced a partnership mid-summer. So in this MOU, GM committed to providing its hydrotech fuel system for Nicola's semi-trucks. What was left out of the MOU is the big news here. GM's virtually canceling its $2 billion investment and will not be producing the Nicola Badger. The Badger was supposed to be the electric pickup truck with 900 horse power, 980 pound-feet of torque with 600 miles of range. Now it's dead in the water before they ever even created the prototype. We've only seen computer renderings. So what began as GM investing in Nikola as a company, looking to produce their trucks, turned into GM just committing to sell them their Hydrotech fuel system. So now Nikola has to double back and refund all previously submitted deposits for the Badger. Just bad news after bad news for this company. Yeah, we'll have to continue to see how Nikola trades in the coming days. Anything you're going to be looking forward to the rest of this week? It's a massive week of earnings for the names that have been driving us higher in the pandemic. Many software names and lockdown stocks. We have Zoom video today after the close. Looks like they're down about 6% after hours. We haven't gotten numbers just yet. I think they had to increase last year's earnings by something like 400% to beat. So lofty expectations. Viva Systems and Salesforce tomorrow. Salesforce is set to officially announce its purchase of Slack. Okta, Zscaler, Snowflake, CrowdStrike, DocuSign, and a bunch more all reporting earnings this week should be very interesting. All righty, Shake. Well, that's all we've got for today. We'll talk to you tomorrow after hours. All right. Sounds good. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.